The following shiur has been delivered by Rabbi Chaim Naftali, member of the Betavad Dayanut Kolel. For more shiurim or information, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Parashat Kitavo, Moshe Rabbeinu stands, splits the nation up, and he stands them on Har Gerizim to get the bracha, and on Har Eval, the side where he turns to to say the Kelalot, uh, the curses, Hashem Yishmo One of these Kelalot are, Aru Masig Gevul Re'ehu Ve'amar Kol Ha'am Amen. It's in Pasper Kavzayin, in Sefer Devarim, Pasuk Yudzayin. Which means that, Cursed is the one that uh, takes away from his neighbor's uh, property. Meaning to say, he takes his um, he takes his uh, land away. He he extends his border into his neighbor's property, um, and by doing so, he is stealing from him the the his land, and that is somebody who is cursed. Now, the concept of masigevul. Uh, we've seen the terminology, that means not in the same context, and it does not have the same, uh, halakha, um, in, in other, in other areas in, um, in the Torah. And one of them, for example, is, we see in the Gemara, Masechet Kiddushin, Daf Nun Tet Amud Aleph, is called, Somebody who is, uh, trying to acquire something. And someone else comes away and t- comes and takes it away is a sort of masigevul. It's like he went into the other person's. Uh, it took something that the other person was trying to get, uh, though it is, at the very most, a derabanan. Uh, this 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 concept and is not out of the Torah, but is similar to this idea of coming and trying to take someone's. Uh, uh, where, where someone is trying to set up, set himself up, and he's coming in into his space and taking something away from him. This halacha of Aniyah Me'apich B'cha'arara is, is brought down in Shulchan Aruch, Choshe Mishpat, Siman Resh, Lamed Zayin. We'll go through uh, the Shulchan Aruch, and we'll explain a few different dinim that come out of it, and what is the concept. But first, we'll... Bring an introduction from the Gemara. The Gemara tells us a story about Rabbi Abba, about Rabbi Gidel, of Gidel Rabbi Abba, that they were uh, of Gidel was trying to purchase a specific uh, land, and Rabbi Abba didn't know, or we don't know if he knew at this point. And the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Abba came and bought this land that Gidel wanted to buy. Rabbi Rav Gidel was obviously very upset, and he went to Rabbi Zera, and he said to him, "What happened?" He told him the story. He complained to him how Rabbi Abba came and took away his land. So Rabbi Zera went and took this complaint to Rabbi Haknafha. Rabbi Haknafha said that, "Let's wait for Rabbi Abba when he comes during." The regel during one of the holidays, one of the three holidays, and he's gonna come and he's gonna come listen to the shiu from the gdolador, and he's also gonna come and say shalom to me. He's gonna come say hi. You have to come greet the rav 
and he's going to come and we'll ask him then. And so that so happened, and we waited. They waited for him. And when Rabbi Abba came, they asked him. They asked him a, a concept. Ani a poor man who's flipping over. He's trying to get the charara, which is a type of a cracker that's made in the coals. He's trying to get it. Uva Another person came. And he takes it away from him. My, what's the halacha? They asked, Rabbi Yitzchak asked Rabbi Abba, what's the halacha in such a case? This guy was trying to get, this poor man was trying to get this, this cookie, this cracker. And somebody else came and took it. So, he's called a rasha. So he says to him, okay, so you, Rabbi Abba, why'd you do such a thing? Why'd you take it away? Rav Gidir was trying to purchase a land. Here you come and you come and take it away. How could that be? What, are you going to be considered Khalil Rasha? No way. So, Rav Gidir, Rabbi Abba answered, I had no idea. I'm sorry. I had no idea. Okay. So, uh, Rabbi Yitzchak tells him, Okay, so why don't you now do him a favor and give it to him. Sell it, sell it to him. You just bought this land. You're telling me that you didn't have some other excuse of why you wanted to get this land in particular. But, if you would have had another excuse, I wouldn't have asked you. But I see that you're saying that had you known that Rabbi Gidel, Rav Gidel was trying to purchase this land, you would have, you would have refrained, you would have stayed back. So then, so then, also now, just sell it to him because you don't have any spe- specific reason to want this land in particular you go and purchase another land it is okay but it's, do this as, as a chesed it's not you don't, you don't have to do that so Rabbi uh, Rabbi Abba said I'm, I'm sorry I can't do that because it's the first property that I ever purchased and the person who who has to sell the first property that he's ever purchased it doesn't see a siman bracha chalila v'chasi it's not mesam namilta and therefore if he wants though I, I, I really truly feel bad and I don't want to do that and I don't want to hurt him and Rav Gidel and therefore if he wants he can take it as a gift it's up to him if he wants to let him have it as a gift I'm going to give it Rav Gidel didn't want it. The Gemara concludes, Rav Gidel didn't want to go into the land because he didn't want a gift. It says, The one who hates gifts lives. So we'll live. He doesn't have to pay back anybody all the time with gifts. So he says, I'm, I don't want to take it. And Rabbi Abad didn't want to go into the land because it came in a way that, you know, didn't look kosher. Even though it was okay what he did, because he had no idea that Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Gidil was trying to take this land. But, he didn't want it, and he made it care and the Talmudim used to go to this uh, land, and they would stay in this land. Now, there is a uh, fundamental machloket uh, between Rashi and Tosafot in this halakha, and this machloket comes into Shulchan Aruch. The machloket is as follows. Rashi explains that we're talking about as even somebody who's trying to get something that is hefker, uh, uh, it is free. He found something and he was trying to get this this free item, and he's going to or he's knocking on, on someone's door and he's trying to get uh, from the balabite. This poor man is trying to get a piece of bread, and he knocks on his door and he says, "You know, I saw you're baking a piece of bread. Can you please give me a you know? Can you give me a slice?" And uh, somebody else came and he convinced the guy to not give it to, to give it to him to, to give it to him. 
So it's Hefkir. Toswat asks a few questions, and Toswat says it's impossible that we could be this Gemara is talking about Hefkir. It's got to be talking about similar to our discussion, which is called purchasing, trying to buy a field, or trying to rent a field, or trying to rent yourself out as a job. Trying to, the person is trying to get a job, he goes, he has an interview, uh, everything is going well, uh, there's no other candidates, the guy is saying, here you go, I, he sends him a contract before he signs, somebody else comes in and says, hey, 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 I heard you about to give him a contract, listen, listen, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I don't want to say anything about this guy, but I'm, I'm really, really good, or whatever the story is, or I need the job, or who, who knows what. And in that scenario, that is also bad. That is considered a shot. Why? The other guy in his hand landed a job. He's about to sign a contract. And you came and took it away. That's also, so that Tosfot says, it is only in such a, in such a, when it comes to purchasing and renting and selling, etc., that is where it's possible to have this concept. But if somebody found something, you see something that's free, in such a scenario, we do not give him the title Asha if the other second guy went and grabbed it. Why? Because you can't tell him go somewhere else with such a thing. I found this. I want it for myself. Why should I give it to you? Because you saw it first. Seeing it first does not change anything for anybody. Now, this machloket came into the Shulchan Aruch. Um, the Ramah clearly speaks out that the halacha is like Tosfot. However, in the opinion of Shulchan Aruch, there's a big debate. However, it seems though that La Lacha, even the Shulchan Aruch also went with Tosfot, which is more lenient, and only in a scenario that a person is trying to purchase, as opposed to trying to get it as a gift, is there this concept of Aniyam Yapech Bachara, um, and, 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 other, and, and not like a she. Well, now we'll read a little bit of the Shulchan Aruch, and we'll see uh, a few dinim over here. Hamechazer achar davar liknuto, someone who is tra- going toiling, trying to purchase something or to rent it whether it's land or even if it is uh, um, any movable item which is not land he's trying to buy a car uh, a bike a boat, etc and another guy came and he bought it or he rented it, he beat him to it what does it mean? Says the Sama, and you can announce on him in Bet Knesset that this guy did such a maaser asha, Announce on him and come to Bet Knesset. After obviously you have to make sure that the guy is actually considered a shah. We don't just random t- just title anybody with a name with a name asha and uh, and bash him out in shul. But if we see that the guy actually went against all the rules of this halacha, there he's considered a shah, and we announce on him in Bet Knesset, you should know this person is a rasha. Some say that by returning it, if you would actually return it, it'll fix it, and it'll undo the name rasha. Some say he doesn't have to do that, and the name rasha, you announce on him one time, and he doesn't have to be called twice and three times for the rest of his life. A rasha, that is up to machloket, and it's not for us, for our discussion. The Shulchan Aruch continues, V'hu hadin the halacha is also if someone's trying to rent himself, meaning to say to get hired as a job, to get a job somewhere. Now, Shulchan Aruch brings the machloket, and he says, there are some say, she'im balizkot he's trying to get something for free, or he's trying to get a gift from somebody. 
obviously not his best friend or his uncle who he's trying to get a gift from. Because that person was going to get it for free, unless we're talking about two brothers, and one guy is, you know, the two brothers are trying to get it from their uncle, the one free thing, the one gift that he's going to give, and one of them already came to, you know, he's, he's working it out already, he's about to get it, another brother comes, and sweet talks his uncle, and he takes it, let's say, let's say that's the scenario. He's trying to get a gift from somebody else. Some say that in such a scenario, he's not considered rasha. Why? It's free. How many free things do you think you're going to get? Things usually don't come free. So if you're going to get something for free, take it. Well, even if it's coming on the footsteps of somebody else, that's according to this opinion. It's okay. He's not considered rasha. And if you see in the Rishonim, the Rishonim explained that it is okay lechatchila to do so. Why? Says, concludes the Since it's not something that is going to be found easily somewhere else. Or even with some toil, it's not going to be found somewhere else. How do you know you're going to get another gift? This guy said, I'm going to give only one of these out. And one guy was the first guy online and he was talking about it. And then in comes somebody else after he's almost about to get it. And he thought he's for sure going to get it. And at the last minute, somebody comes and takes it. And he convinces this, the giver to get to get this gift. He's not considered a rasha according to his opinion. concludes, some say it doesn't matter, and in all, in all scenarios he's considered Rasha, that's the opinion of Rashi. Now usually we say that Yesh Omrim and Yesh Omrim, we follow the, the second Yesh Omrim in Shulchan Aruch. However, the next Halakha in Shulchan Aruch and Seif Bet, Resh Lamed Zayin, Seif Bet, the Shulchan Aruch um, brings Halakha which follows only according to Tosafot, we will not get into this right now. And um, from there it seems that the Shulchan Aruch... Um, uh, will go also with the Tosafot's opinion. The Rama brings a few uh, ideas over here in this in this um, concept in this salacha, and we there's no reason that we follow this also as well. The Rama is telling us these dinim, and it is not contradicting anything that the Shulchan Aruch has told us. So he says like this: Someone who goes ahead, a kone karka havero. Someone who goes ahead and he's buying a land on someone's metzer, which means like this: uh, a neighbor, a neighbor has the rights to purchase. He gets first rights to purchase his neighbor's house. A neighbor wants to sell his house. The next door neighbor wants to expand, etc. And he wants that next door is the next door neighbor's. He wants to buy it. So the halacha is that if the neighbor goes ahead and sold it to somebody else, the neighbor can kick out the new buyer and move in. We're not going to get into it. All the halachot are explicit in Siman Kufayin and Choshim Mishmat Siman Siman Kufayin He. It's also a type of concept actually of Masigevul. Type of concept like this that we are discussing about. Similar, also midera banan. Chachamim bring it out of a different pasuk called asita yashar v'atov. You should do the what's righteous and what's good. And here, what's good is to give it to the neighbor. So now we have a scenario. Let's say there is a goy, a gentile. He's selling his land. The lacha, the gemara tells us. And it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch, Siman Kufayneh, Sif Lamed Chet, that if a person, if a goy sells his land, the, the, the neighbor doesn't get first, first rights. How come? Because the, the new buyer 
who bought the land off the Gentile can say, you know, I did you a favor. I did you a favor, I got rid of the Goy. You? What do you want me to do? You another favor? How many favors do you want me to do for you? I did you one favor, you could have sold it to another Goy. And instead I came and I bought it, and now you have a nice Jewish neighbor next to you, so stay quiet. We listened to him. Now, what happens if the first guy is trying to purchase a land? A buyer is trying to purchase from a, from a guy. He's mapech. And he comes to a full agreement. And before he even purchases it, and we said that there's no halakha of neighbors over here. Neighbors don't count right now because he's purchasing from a guy. So he's mapech b'chalala. He's coming, he's trying to purchase a land. In comes the neighbor, comes to the goy, whatever he did, and he buys the neighbor's land before the guy who was already going in first. Says the Ramah, and he comes from the, the Bet Yosef brings a Mordechi, who is from a Maram Rutenberg in Defus Prague, Siman Elif Tat, Tatraya, right? Siman Taftraya, which is a thousand and eleven. Elif Yud Aleph. In the Fus Prague, the Marame Rutenberg brings this halacha and he says that the guy is not, a, is not considered rasha, although it is a purchase. Oh, we just said that a purchase. A person who comes and takes away somebody else's land, he is considered a rasha. Somebody else tried purchasing a land, another guy comes and takes it last minute. He takes it away, he's considered rasha. Over here he's not considered rasha. Why not? Because it is a mitziah. It is like, it is like, it's like, uh, it's like finding something in the, st- something random. It's, it, how can you find such a thing? You never find such stuff anywhere. You can't tell me, go somebody else. Go somewhere else. Go find another land. Because I'm a neighbor. Although I wasn't access- able to exercise my halachic neighbor rights, but I'm able to come in and do it in a, in, in, from the back door. Come in and take it like this. And since it con- it's considered a mitziah, it's considered a find. You don't find such stuff, ever. Therefore, because it's my neighbor, it's my next door neighbor, I'm going to expand now. I'll be able to expand all my life, I've been waiting to expand. In that scenario, he's not considered a rasha. Which means, even in the case of purchasing, does Rabbeinu Tam and the Tosfot and the Shulchan Aruch who say that in such a scenario, really, he should be considered a rasha. However, if it's a great find, a person is not considered a rasha. What about if a guy is is trying to purchase something and it's at crazy discount, half off, and it's almost never half off. It goes a half off once every six years. Who knows? Crazy, crazy price. And he's trying to purchase it. And in comes another guy and says, what are you kidding me? It's half off. This is the only store that sells it. I'm, of course I'm gonna buy it. I can't get anywhere else. I'm gonna take it. That's a good, it's a great find. I don't have to dis, I can disregard the fact that somebody else is there. Says the Rama. So too, if a person is trying to buy something and his friend comes and he's able to purchase it for really, really cheap. Something that he's not able to get anywhere else. The halachah is it's also considered a great find. And if it's when the moment you can label it as a, as a find, it is impossible to get somewhere else or it's unlikely to get somewhere else or it's just, it's a find. In that scenario, he's allowed to do it and he won't be considered a rasha. So let's go with, uh, 
he's trying to get a watch. Purchasing a watch, went to to the to the to the to the to a jewelry store, a fancy place, and the guy is trying to get a watch, and in comes in another guy, and he and he realizes that this watch is very very valuable, and he's able to get it for very very cheap, and maybe half off even, something that's it's. Everybody will, anybody will see that will say, what, that's how much you got it for? It's crazy. How'd you get such a crazy deal? And such a thing, you know, is not, is not going to be considered a shah. However, the shah, shah brings an opinion of the Ramban that says that we don't differentiate between types of sales. We don't differentiate between types of sales. And therefore, uh, since we don't differentiate between types of sales, so I don't care if you can get it for cheaper or not, He's going to be considered a rasha. I've seen in one of the sefarim, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was in a sefer bene haye, but I, I have not uh, seen it the second time, for a second time to be able to quote it. I've seen one of the sefarim that he says that even the Ramban, who says we don't differentiate, it's only if it was a small sale. If it was a small sale, 10% off, ah, you'll be able to get it again for 10% off. Let's not make a big deal out of it. You can't take somebody else. Somebody, this guy is trying to purchase it. That you can't do. But if we're talking about 75% off, and this thing is, uh, you're never going to get it. Until next year, I'm not going to get it again. In such a scenario, it's a find. Even the Ramban would agree. That's how he writes that. Nonetheless, though, almost all the Puskim go that we, with this with this Rama and that we, if it's a crazy sale, the guy's able to get it, and he's not going to be able to get it somewhere else at such a price, he would be able to find, we're not talking about something that goes on sale in the chain store, and in the same city, there's four of these stores. If he's going to have to travel across to, to, to you know, he's, he lives in, uh, wherever he lives, he lives in Brooklyn, he lives in Deal, and you're going to tell him, okay, listen, you, you live in Deal, you have to go to Brooklyn to go buy. Yeah, you can't tell me to go do that. It's not, it's not something that people go to Brooklyn to go buy. If it was a typical thing, this is how people go. It's what people do, so they're fine. But if it's not something typical, and you're going to tell me, oh, you got to go out of your city, travel for two hours, three hours, and then, no, no, no we're not going to do that. You came here, you came and bought it, and therefore, and that's such an error. So now, uh, let's, uh, to summarize, the, this halakha is if someone is trying to come and purchase a, uh, is, is something to purchase something, or rent himself, as, get himself rent, uh, hired as, as a job, and somebody else comes and takes, takes this away from him and per, buys it himself, he will be considered a rasha, according to everybody, nobody argues in that. However, if it is a great find, then he, or if, or if it was free, or, or so then in such a scenario, he will not be considered a rasha, and he's allowed to do so. He's permitted to do that, and um, obviously, whenever somebody feels like he has such a question uh, at hand, he should discuss it with a chacham who is familiar with the discussion with the topics, and he should uh, um, decide if that if that if this scenario is allowed, if this scenario is not allowed. However, if somebody is unsure and at the spur of the moment he. It seems like it might be a mitzvah, it might be not to, it may be permitted, it may be not. However, even that, a person should uh, probably be refrained. In such a scenario, somebody might have to refrain, especially if he knows that somebody else is there. However, everything we said right now is only if a person is knowingly going in and taking something that somebody else is trying to get. However, if this thing is not so- known 
or I'm not sure. It looks like the guy's on the fence if he's actually going to get it or not. I don't have to wait, and I can take so. So says in Shut Ramatz, and so says in Shut Minchat Yitzchak, and so says in in the Rishonim in Shut Aritba, and that a shogeg, somebody who did it without knowing, he is. He is not considered a rasha. Also, is much more like this in the Ra'anah, in the excuse me, in the Ra'avan. Ra'avan, one of the Rishonim, is much more like this, uh, and also in Shutmara Merutenberg is much more like this. And therefore, a person who uh, does not know that somebody else is trying to purchase it, it um, it purchased the item. He's allowed to go ahead. He doesn't have to start researching if somebody's trying to get it or not. And if it, indeed somebody actually was trying to purchase it, um, he will not be considered a rasha uh, in hindsight that he should have left it for this fellow who was indeed trying to buy it. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakhic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call one 200 T-S-H-C or email info at the shc.org to subscribe.